ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಸೂತ್ರ ಇಂಗ್ಲೀಷ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಬೈ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಶಿವಾನಂದ ಜಿ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ಹಿಯರ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ಸೀನ್ ಸೂತ್ರ ಫೋರ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಅಧಿಕರಣ ಇನ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಅಧ್ಯಾ ಅಧಿಕರಣ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಸೀನ್ ಫೋರ್ ಸೂತ್ರಾಸ್ ನೌ ವಿ ಶಲ್ ಸಿ ದ ಫಿಫ್ತ್ ಸೂತ್ರ ಈಕ್ಷತ್ಯಧಿಕರಣ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಫೈವ್ ಸೂತ್ರಾಸ್ ಫೈವ್ ಟು ಲೆವೆನ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ದಿ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆಂಟ್ ಪ್ರಿನ್ಸಿಪಲ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಕಾಸ್ ಈಕ್ಷತೆರ್ ನಾಶಬ್ದಂ ಆನ್ ಅಕೌಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಸೀಯಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಥಿಂಕಿಂಗ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಆಟ್ರಿಬ್ಯೂಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸ್ ಟು ದಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಕಾಸ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರಧಾನ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ದಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಕಾಸ್ ಇಂಡಿಕೇಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಇಟ್ ಪ್ರಧಾನ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಬೇಸ್ಡ್ ಆನ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ಸ್ ಈಕ್ಷತೆ ಆನ್ ಅಕೌಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಸೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಆರ್ ಥಿಂಕಿಂಗ್ ನ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಅಶಬ್ದಂ ಈಕ್ಷತೆರ್ ನ ಅಶಬ್ದಂ ನಾಟ್ ಬೇಸ್ಡ್ ಆನ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ಸ್ ಸೂತ್ರಸ್ ಫೈವ್ ಟು ಲೆವೆನ್ ರೆಫ್ಯೂಟ್ ದಿ ಆರ್ಗ್ಯುಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸಾಂಖ್ಯಾಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಸ್ಟಾಬ್ಲಿಷ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ಆ್ಯಸ್ ದಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಕಾಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಪಾಸಿಬಲ್ ಟು ಫೈಂಡ್ ರೂಮ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ದಿ ನಾನ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆಂಟ್ ಪ್ರಧಾನ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಬೇಸ್ಡ್ ಆನ್ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ ವೈ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಸೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಆರ್ ಥಿಂಕಿಂಗ್ ಈಸ್ ಆಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ಡ್ ಟು ದಿ ಕಾಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಸೆಡ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಕಾಸ್ ವಿಲ್ಡ್ ಆರ್ ಥಾಟ್ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಷನ್ ಯು ವಿಲ್ ಫೈಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ಚಾಂದೋಗ್ಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಟು ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಮೈ ಡಿಯರ್ ದಿಸ್ ವಾಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಬಿಗಿನಿಂಗ್ ಒನ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ವಿದೌಟ್ ಎ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಥಾಟ್ ಮೇ ಐ ಬಿ ಮಿನಿ ಮೇ ಐ ಗ್ರೋ ಫೋರ್ತ್ ಇಟ್ ಪ್ರೊಜೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಫೈರ್ ಐತರೆಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಸೇಸ್ ದಿ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ವಿಲ್ಡ್ ಲೆಟ್ ಮೀ ಪ್ರೊಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ಇಟ್ ಪ್ರೊಜೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ದೀಸ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಪ್ರಶ್ನ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ತ್ರೀ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಸೆಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಹಿ ಥಾಟ್ ಹಿ ಸೆಂಟ್ ಫೋರ್ತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣ ದೇರ್ ಕೆ ನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ಎನಿ ಥಿಂಕಿಂಗ್ ಆರ್ ವಿಲ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಇನ್ಸೆಂಟಿಂಟ್ ಪ್ರಧಾನ ಸೊ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಷೋಡಶ ಕಲಾ ಪರಿಪೂರ್ಣ ಪುರುಷ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ಪೋರ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಮೇಕಿಂಗ್ ಪುರುಷ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ವಿಸಿಬಲ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಆ್ಯಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಮೂನ್ ಲೂನಾ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಟೈಮ್ ಫಿಫ್ಟೀನ್ ಡೇಸ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ಲೂಡಿಂಗ್ ಅಮಾವಾಸ್ಯ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಅವರ್ ಪೌರ್ಣಮಿ ಸೊ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ಲಿ ದ ಫೋ ಹೋಲ್ ಮೂನ್ ಆರ್ ಫುಲ್ ಮೂನ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಫುಲ್ ಈಸ್ ಫುಲ್ ಮೂನ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ವೇ ದ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಆರ್ ದ ಪುರುಷ ಈಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ದ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಪುರುಷ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಪುರುಷ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಕೆ ನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ಎನಿ ಥಿಂಕಿಂಗ್ ಆರ್ ವಿಲ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಇನ್ಸೆಂಟೆಂಟ್ ಪ್ರಧಾನ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಪಾಸಿಬಲ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಇಫ್ ದಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಕಾಸ್ ಈಸ್
If it is said that such a quality can be attributed to prakriti in a secondary sense, just as red hot iron can be called fire because it can burn, we reply, why should we ascribe creative power and omniscience to such prakriti which we invest with will and omniscience in a secondary sense when we can ascribe creative power and omniscience to Brahman himself to whom will and omniscience can be ascribed in a primary sense. Brahman's knowledge is permanent. He is not in need of any instruments of knowledge. He is not in need of a body. His knowledge is without any obstructions. Shvetashwara Upanishad says, He grasps without hands, moves without feet, sees without eyes, hears without ears. He knows what can be known, but no one knows him. They call him the first, the great person. You cannot attribute uh, sentiency, Chetanatva, to Pradhana, even in a figurative sense, because it is said that the Creator became the soul and entered the body. How can the insentient matter, Achetana, become the sentient soul, Chetana? Vedantic texts emphatically declare that by knowing Brahman, everything else can be known. How can we know the souls by knowing matter? Pradhana or matter cannot be the Sat, which is described as the cause of the world. Because that would be opposed to the scripture which uses the word Ikshatehe. You will find in Shweta Shvetra Upanishad, He, the God of all souls, is the creator of the world. Therefore, it is quite clear that Brahman and not Pradhana is the cause of this world. In all Vedantic texts, there is a uniform declaration that Chetana or consciousness is the cause of the world. Pradhana potentially contains all forms in a seed state. The whole world exists in it in a subtle seed state in pralaya and yet it cannot be regarded as the creator because it is non-sentient. Achetana. Vedanta texts emphatically declare that an intelligent being willed and created this universe. You will find in Chandogya Upanishad, the Sat existed in the beginning, it was one without a second. It willed to become many, it created fire. The argumentation of the Sankhyas that the Pradhana is all-knowing because of its sattva is inadmissible because the sattva is not preponderant in the pradhana as the three gunas are in a state of equipoise. If the pradhana is all-knowing even in the condition of equilibrium, guna samyavastha, on account of the power of knowledge residing in sattva, it must be little knowing also on account of the power of retarding knowledge which resides in rajas and tamas. Therefore, while Sattva will make it all-knowing, Rajas and Tamas will make it little-knowing. This is actually a contradiction. Further, a modification of Sattva which is not connected with the witnessing principle or silent Sakshi is not called knowledge. The non-intelligent Pradhana is devoid of such a principle. Hence, all knowledge, uh, knowingness cannot be ascribed to Pradhana. The case of the Yogin does not apply to the point under consideration here. He attains omniscience on account of excess of Sattva in him. There is an intelligent principle, Sakshi, in him independent of Sattva. When a yogi attains knowledge of the past and the future on account of the grace of the Lord, you cannot deny the eternity and infinity of Brahman's knowledge. Brahman is pure intelligence itself, unchangeable. All knowingness and creation are not possible for Brahman. To this objection, it can be replied that Brahman can be all-knowing and creative through his illusory power, Maya. Just as the case, just as in the case of uh, ether, we talk of ether inside a jar and ether in the sky, but it is 
all really one nature so also the differentiation of jiva and ishvara is only an apparent differentiation on account of limiting adjuncts or upadhis with body and mind the sankhyas raise another objection they say that fire and water also are figuratively spoken of as intelligent beings the fire thought may i be many may i grow and it projected water water thought may i be may uh, many may i grow it projected earth chandagopanishad here water and fire are incident objects and yet thinking is attributed to them even so the thinking by this sat in the text originally quoted can also be taken figuratively in the case of pradhana also hence though pradhana is incident it can yet be the first cause the following sutra refutes this argument gauna chenatma shabdat gauna chetna atma shabdat 116 if it if it be said that the word seeing or thinking is used in a secondary sense we say not so because of the word atman being applied to the cause of the world गौणश्चेत न आत्मशब्दात् गौणः इनडायरेक्ट सेकेंडरी फिगरेटिव चेत इफ न नॉट आत्मशब्दात् बिकॉज ऑफ द वर्ड आत्मन दैट इज सोल यू से दैट द टर्म सत डिनोट्स द नॉन इंटेलिजेंट प्रधान और प्रकृति एंड दैट थिंकिंग इज एट्रिब्यूटेड टू इट इन ए सेकेंडरी और फिगरेटिव सेंस ओनली एज इट इज टू फायर एंड वाटर you may argue that inert things are sometimes described as living beings therefore pradhana can well be accepted as the efficient cause of the world this cannot stand this is certainly untenable why so because of the terms atman soul being applied subsequently in the shruti to that which is the cause of the world wide the shruti all this universe is in essence that that is the truth that is atman or soul that though are o shwetaketu chandogya upanishad 687 instruction by uddalaka tohisan shwetaketu the passage in chandogya upanishad 62 begins being sat only my dear this was in the beginning after creating fire water earth it thought let me now enter into these three as as this living self jiva and evolve names and forms namarupa ಪ್ರಧಾನ the thinking on the part of the fire and water is to be understood as dependent on their being ruled over by the sat hence it is unnecessary to assume a figurative sense of the word thinking now the sankhya comes with a new objection he says that the word atman self may be applied to the pradhana although it is non intelligent on account of its being figuratively used in the sense of that which serves all purposes of another as for example a king uses the word self to some servant who carries out his wishes govinda is my other uh, is myself similarly it applies to pradhana 
also because the prasanna works for the enjoyment and the final salvation of the soul and serves the soul just in the same manner as the minister serves his king or else the word atman self may refer to non intelligent things as well as to intelligent beings as for instance in expressions like uh, bhutatma the self of the elements indriyatma the self of the senses just as the one word light jyoti denotes a certain sacrifice the jyotish toma as well as a flame therefore the word self atman can be used with reference to the pradhana also how then does it follow from the word self that the thinking attributed to the cause of the universe is not to be taken in a figurative sense so the next sutra refutes the argument tannishthasya mokshopadeshat seventh sutra the pradhana cannot be designated by the term self because salvation is declared to one who is devoted to that sat to that tat nishthasya of the devoted mokshopadeshat from the statement of salvation further reason is given in this sutra to prove that pradhana is not the cause of this world the non intelligent pradhana cannot be devote, uh, denoted by the Uh, term self because chandogya upanishad declares o shvetakitu that the subtle, subtle sat is the self though are that an intelligent man like shvetakitu cannot be identified with the non intelligent pradhana if the non intelligent pradhana were denoted by the term sat the meaning of the mahavakya tat tvam asi would be though are non intelligent the inter- uh, the teaching will come to this you are an achetana or non intelligence and emancipation is attaining such a state of insistency then the shrutis would be a source of evil the scriptures would make contradictory statements to the disadvantage of man and would thus not become a means of right knowledge it is not right to destroy the authority of the faultless shrutis if you assume that the infallible shruti is not the means of right knowledge this will be certainly quite unreasonable the final emancipation is declared in shrutis to him who is devoted to the sat who has be his being in sat it cannot be attained by meditation on the non intelligent pradana wide shruti he waits only till he is released and therefrom unites with brahman if the scripture that's chandogya upanishad if the scripture which is regarded as a means of right knowledge should point out a man who is desirous of emancipation moksha but who is ignorant of the way to it and insentient self as the true self he would like the uh, blind man who had caught hold of the ox tail to reach his village never be able to attain the final release or the true self therefore the word self is applied to the subtle sat not in a merely figurative sense it refers to what is intelligent only in its primary meaning the sat the first cause does not refer to the pradhana but to an intelligent principle it is declared in the shruti that he who is absolutely devoted to the creator or cause of the world attains the final emancipation it is not reasonable to say that one attains his release by devotion to blind matter pradhana hence pradhana cannot be the creator of the world hetva vachanacha eighth sutra and the pradhana cannot be denoted by the word self because it is not stated by the scriptures that it sat has to be discarded hetva vachanacha 
ಹೇಯತ್ವ ಅವಚನಾತ್ ಚ ಫಿಟ್ನೆಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಡಿಸ್ಕಾರ್ಡೆಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಸ್ಟೇಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎನದರ್ ರೀಸನ್ ಈಸ್ ಗಿವನ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸೂತ್ರ ಟು ಪ್ರೂವ್ ದಟ್ ಪ್ರಧಾನ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ದಿ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಔಟ್ ಟು ಎ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಮಾಲ್ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ ಅರುಂಧತಿ ಯು ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಅಟೆನ್ಷನ್ ಎಟ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಟು ಎ ಬಿಗ್ ನೇವರಿಂಗ್ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಟೇ ಸೇ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಅರುಂಧತಿ ಆಲ್ ದೋ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ರಿಯಲಿ ನಾಟ್ ಸೋ ದೆನ್ ಯು ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಔಟ್ ಟು ಹಿಮ್ ದ ರಿಯಲ್ ಅರುಂಧತಿ ಈವನ್ ಸೊ ಇವ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರಿಸೆಪ್ಟರ್ ಇಂಟೆಂಡೆಡ್ ಟು ಮೇಕ್ ಈಸ್ ಡಿಸಿಪಲ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದಿ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ಬೈ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಗ್ರಾಸರ್ ಟು ಸಪ್ಲರ್ ಟ್ರೂತ್ಸ್ ಥ್ರೂ ದಿ ನಾನ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ he would definitely state in the end that the self is not of the nature of the pradhana and that the pradhana must be discarded but no such statement is made the whole chapter of the chandogya upanishad deals with the self as nothing but that sat an aspirant has been taught to fix his mind on the cause and meditate on it certainly he cannot attain the final emancipation by meditating on the inner pradhana if the shruti here meant the pradhana to be the cause of the world if uh, that is it would have surely asked the aspirant to abandon such a cause and find out something higher for his final emancipation hence pradhana cannot be the end and aim of the spiritual quest the word and signifies that the contradiction of a previous statement is an additional reason for the rejection further this chapter begins with the question what is that which being known everything is known what is that which being known everything is known have you ever asked my child for that instruction by which you hear what cannot be heard by which you perceive what cannot be perceived by which you know what cannot be known now if the term sat denoted the pradhana if the pradhana were the first cause then by knowing pradhana everything must be known which is not a fact the entire soul which is different from the pradhana which is not an effect of the pradhana cannot be known by knowing the pradhana if that or sat means pradhana matter the shrutis should teach us to turn away from it but it is not the case it gives a definite assurance that by knowing that everything can be known how can we know the soul by knowing matter how can we know the enjoyer by knowing the enjoyed hence the pradhana is not denoted by the term sat it is not the first cause knowing which everything is known according to the shruti for this the sutrakara gives another reason that is swapyayat ninth sutra on account of the individual merging in its own self the self cannot be the pradhana swapyayat on account of merging in one's own self self swap apyayat apyaya means laya that is uh, merging swap means self so on account of individual merging in its own self so due to that pradhana is not the final cause but the self or the atma or soul or brahma is the final cause for everything the argument to prove that the pradhana is not the cause of the universe or the self is continued the waking state is that where the mind 
the senses and the body act in concert to know the objects the individual soul identifies himself with the gross body in the dream state the body and the senses are at rest and the mind plays with the impressions which the external objects have left the mind weaves its web of vasanas in deep sleep the individual soul free is free from the limitation of mind he rests in his own self through uh, though in a state of ignorance with the reference to the cause denoted by the word sat the shruti says when a man sleeps here then my child he becomes united with the sat he is gone to his own self therefore they say of him he sleeps swapiti swapiti because he is gone into his own swa swam apita chandogya upanishad from the fact that the individual soul merges in the universal soul in deep sleep it is understood that the self which is described in the shruti <coughs> as the ultimate reality the cause of the world is not pradhana in the chandogya text it is clearly said that the individual soul merges or resolves in the sat the intelligent self can clearly not resolve itself into the non intelligent pradhana hence the pradhana cannot be the first cause denoted by the term sat in the text that into which all intelligent souls are merged in an intelligent cause of the universe is denoted by the term sat and not the pradhana a further reason for the pradhana not being the cause is given in the next sutra gati samanyat on account of the uniformity of view of the vedanta text brahman is to be taken as that cause gati view samanyat on account of the uniformity the argument to prove that pradhana is not the cause of the universe is continued all the vedanta texts uniformly re- refer to an intelligent principle as the first cause therefore brahman is to be considered as the cause all the vedanta texts uniformly teach that the cause of the world is the intelligent brahman the shrutis declare thus as from a burning fire sparks proceed in all directions thus from that self the pranas proceed each towards its place from the pranas the gods from the gods the worlds from that is cut uh, kaushitya upanishad 3 3 from that brahman sprang ether taitriya upanishad 2 1 etasmad atmana akasha sambhutah all this springs from the self chandogya upanishad 7 to 6 this prana is born from the self prashna upanishad 3 3 so all these passages declare the self to be the cause the term self denotes an intelligent being therefore the all knowing brahman is to be taken as the cause of this world because of the uniformity of view of vedanta texts a further reason for this conclusion is given in the following sutra shrutatvacha 111 11th sutra and because it is directly stated in the shruti therefore the all knowing brahman alone is the cause of the universe shrutatva being declared by the shruti cha also and the argument that pradhana is not the cause of the world is continued the all knowing lord is the cause of the universe this is stated in a passage of the shwetashudra upanishad 7 9 he is the cause the lord of the lords of the organs he has neither parent nor lord he refers to all the all knowing lord described in the chapter The, uh, therefore it is finally established that the all knowing all powerful brahman is the first cause and not the insentient or non intelligent pradhana or non viable pradhana or anybody else thus the vedanta texts contained in sutra 111 have clearly shown that the omniscient omnipotent lord is the cause of the origin subsist, subsist, uh, subsistence subsistence and dissolution of the world srishti sitilaya it is already shown on 
uh, account of the uniformity of view 110 that all vedanta texts hold an intelligence intelligent cause from sutra 12 onwards till the end of the first chapter a new topic is taken up for discussion the upanishads speak of two types of brahman with the nirguna or nirguna or brahman without attributes and the saguna or brahman with the attributes saguna brahman nirguna brahman the upanishads declare for where there is duality as it were then one sees the other but when the self only is all this how should he see another brother and kobarnachat 4515 where one sees nothing else he has nothing else understands nothing else that is the greatest infinite bhuma where one sees something else hears something else understands something else that is the little finite the greatest is immortal the little is mortal chandra kobarnachat 721 one the wise one who having produced all forms and made all names sits calling the things by their names taitriya aranyaka 3127 who is without parts without actions tranquil without faults without taint the highest bridge of immortality like a fire that has consumed its fuel shweta shudra upanishad 719 not so not so neti neti bradharanya upanishad 236 it is neither coarse nor fine neither short nor long defective in one place perfect in in the other brother and kobarnachat 318 all these texts declare brahman to possess a double nature according as it is the object either of nescience or knowledge brahman with the attributes saguna is within the domain of the nescience it is the object of the upasana which is of different kinds giving different results some to exaltations some to gradual emancipation krama mukti some to success in works when it is the object of nescience categories of devotee object of devotion worship are applied to it the kinds of upasana are distinct owing to the distinction of the different qualities and limiting adjuncts upadhis the fruits of devotion are distinct according to as according as the worship refers to different qualities the shruti is say according to according as man worships him that he becomes according to what his thought is in his my world so will he be when he has left this life chandogya upanishad 3141 meditation on the saguna brahman cannot lead to immediate emancipation sadyomukti cannot be uh, uh, create uh, happen cannot happen by meditation on saguna brahman it can only help one to attain gradual emancipation krama mukti nirguna brahman of vedantins or jnanis is free from all attributes and limiting adjuncts it is devoid of all upadhis and uh, all the qualities it or gunas it is nirupadhika that is free from upadhi or maya it is the object of knowledge the knowledge of the nirguna brahman alone leads to immediate emancipation sadhya mukti it causes immediate uh, liberation the vedantic passages have a doubtful import you will have to find out the true significance of the texts through reasoning you will have to make a proper inquiry into the meaning of the texts in order to arrive at a settled conclusion regarding the knowledge of the self which leads to instantaneous emancipation a doubt may arise whether the knowledge has the higher or the lower brahman for its object as in the case of sutra 112 you will find in many places in the upanishads that brahman is described apparently with qualifying adjuncts 
ಶ್ರುತಿ ಸೇ ದಟ್ ದಿ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಬ್ಯಾಟ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಲೀಡ್ಸ್ ಟು ಇನ್ಸ್ಟೆಂಟೇನಿಯಸ್ ರಿಲೀಸ್ ಸದ್ಯೋಮುಕ್ತಿ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ ಆಫ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಆಸ್ ಲಿಮಿಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ದೋಸ್ ಎಡ್ಜಂಕ್ಸ್ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಲೀಡ್ ಟು ಇಮಿಡಿಯೇಟ್ ಇಮ್ಯಾನ್ಸಿಪೇಷನ್ ಬಟ್ ಇಫ್ ದೀಸ್ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಫೈಯಿಂಗ್ ಎಡ್ಜಂಕ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಕನ್ಸಿಡರ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಅಲ್ಟಿಮೇಟ್ಲಿ ಅರೈವ್ಡ್ ಎಟ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ಪ್ಯಾಸೇಜಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಯೂಸ್ಡ್ ಮಿಯರ್ಲಿ ಆಸ್ ಇಂಡಿಕೇಟಿವ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ದೆನ್ ದೀಸ್ ಪ್ಯಾಸೇಜಸ್ ವುಡ್ ರೆಫರ್ ಟು ದಿ ನಿರ್ಗುಣ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಿ ಫೈನಲ್ ಇಮ್ಯಾನ್ಸಿಪೇಷನ್ ವುಡ್ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ದರ್ಫೋರ್ ಯು ವಿಲ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಫೈಂಡ್ ಔಟ್ ದಿ ಟ್ರೂ ಸಿಗ್ನಿಫಿಕೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಪ್ಯಾಸೇಜಸ್ ಥ್ರೂ ಕೇರ್ಫುಲ್ ಎನ್ಕ್ವೈರಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ರೀಸನಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಸಮ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸಸ್ ಯು ವಿಲ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಫೈಂಡ್ ಔಟ್ ವೆದರ್ ದಿ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ರೆಫರ್ಸ್ ಟು ಸಗುಣ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಆರ್ ದಿ ಇಂಡಿವಿಜುವಲ್ ಸೋಲ್ ಯು ವಿಲ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಅರೈವ್ ಎಟ್ ಎ ಪ್ರಾಪರ್ ಕನ್ಕ್ಲೂಷನ್ ಆ್ಯಸ್ ಟು ಟ್ರೂ ಸಿಗ್ನಿಫಿಕೆನ್ ಆಟ್ ದಿ ಟ್ರೂ ಸಿಗ್ನಿಫಿಕೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದೀಸ್ ಪ್ಯಾಸೇಜಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಎವಿಡೆಂಟ್ಲಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಎ ಡೌಟ್ಫುಲ್ ಇಂಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಥ್ರೂ ಕೇರ್ಫುಲ್ ಎನ್ಕ್ವೈರಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ರೀಸನಿಂಗ್ ದೆರ್ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿ ನೋ ಡಿಫಿಕಲ್ಟಿ ಇನ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಫಾರ್ ದಿ intelligent aspirant who is endowed with a sharp subtle and pure intellect the help of the teacher is always necessary here ends the commentary of the 11 sutras which form a subsection by itself next anandamaya adhikaranam topic 6 sutras 12 to 19 anandamayo abhyasat anandamaya means so this is the 12th sutra parabrahman on account of the repetition of the word bliss as denoting the highest self ಆನಂದಮಯ ಫುಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಬ್ಲಿಸ್ ಅಭ್ಯಾಸ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ರಿಪಿಟೇಷನ್ ನೌ ದಿ ಆಥರ್ ಬಾದರಾಯಣ ಟೇಕ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಮನ್ವಯ ಹೀ ಕ್ಲಿಯರ್ಲಿ ಶೋಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಸೆವರಲ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಶ್ರುತೀಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಆರ್ ಅಪರೆಂಟ್ಲಿ ಆಂಬಿಗ್ಯೂಸ್ ರಿಯಲಿ ಅಪ್ಲೈ ಟು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಹೀ ಬಿಗಿನ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಡ್ ಆನಂದಮಯ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಟೇಕ್ಸ್ ಅಪ್ ಅದರ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ವನ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಅನದರ್ ಟಿಲ್ ದಿ ಎಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ತೈತಿರಿ ಓಪನಿಷತ್ ಸೇಸ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ದಿಸ್ ವಿಜ್ಞಾನಮಯ ಈಸ್ ಅನದರ್ ಇನ್ನರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ವಿಚ್ ಕನ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಬ್ಲಿಸ್ ಆನಂದಮಯ ದಿ ಫಾರ್ಮರ್ ಈಸ್ ಫಿಲ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ದಿಸ್ joy priya is its head satisfaction moda is its right wing or arm great satisfaction pramoda is its left wing or arm bliss ananda is its trunk brahman is the tail the support taitri upanishad 25 now a doubt arises as to whether this anandamaya uh, is jiva human soul or parabrahman the puro pakshin or opponent holds that the self consisting of bliss anandamaya is a secondary self and not the principal self which is something different from the brahman as it forms a link in a series of self uh, selves beginning with the self consisting of food anandamaya all of which are not the principal self even though the blissful self that is annamaya pranamaya manomaya vijnanamaya lastly anandamaya or blissful self even though the blissful self anandamaya purusha is stated to be the innermost of all it cannot be the primary self because it is stated to have joy etc for its limits and to be embodied it also has the shape of man like the human shape of the farmer is the human shape of the later if it were identical with the primary self joy satisfaction etc would not affect it but the next uh, text clearly says joy is its head the text also says of that former one this uh, of, of that former one this one is the embodied self taitri upanishad 26 of that former self of bliss anandamaya is the embodied self that which has a body will be certainly affected by joy and pain the term anandamaya signifies a modification therefore it cannot refer to brahman which is changeless further five different parts such as head right arm left arm trunk and tail are mentioned of this anandamaya self but brahman is without parts therefore the anandamaya self is only jiva or the individual soul here is the answer for the siddhantin answer of the siddhantin this sutra shows that brahman is bliss by the anandamaya self we have to understand the highest self on account of repetition abhyasa or repetition means uttering a word with uh, again without any qualifications 
इट इज़ वन ऑफ द षड लिंगास और सिक्स कैरेक्टरिस्टिक्स और मार्क्स बाई विच द सब्जेक्ट मैटर ऑफ ए पैसेज इज एसर्टेंड दर्ड ब्लिस इज रिपीटेडली अप्लाई टू दी हाइएस्ट सेल्फ तैतिर उपनिषद से रसो वही सह रसम खेवा रसम खेवायम लब्धवा आनंदी भवती ही दि हाइएस्ट सेल्फ इज ब्लिस इन इट सेल्फ दि इंडिविजुअल सोल बिकम्स ब्लिसफुल आफ्टर एटेनिंग दि ब्लिस एटेनिंग दैट ब्लिस टू सेवन हु कुड ब्रीद फोर्थ ईफ दैट ब्लिस डिड नॉट एग्जिस्ट इन दि ईथर ऑफ दि हार्ट because he alone causes bliss he attains that self consisting of bliss 27 he who knows the bliss of brahman fears nothing 29 and again he bhrugu having taken recourse to meditation realized or understood that bliss is brahman anandam brahmeti vyajanat 36 varuna teaches his son bhrugu what is brahman he first defines brahman as the cause of creation etc of the universe and then teaches him that all material objects are brahman such as food is brahman prana is brahman mind is brahman etc he says this in order to teach that there are the materials of which the world is made finally he concludes his teaching with ananda declaring that ananda is brahman here he stops and concludes that the doctrine taught by me is based on brahman the supreme taitri upanishad 361 knowledge and bliss is brahman bradharnik upanishad 3927 as the word bliss is repeatedly used with reference to brahman we conclude that the self consisting of bliss is brahman also it is objected that this blissful self denotes the individual soul as it forms a link in a series of secondary selves beginning with the annamaya self this cannot stand because the annamaya self is the innermost of all the shruti teaches step by step from the grosser to the subtler and more and more interior and in uh, finer for the sake of easy comprehension by men of small intellect the first refers to the physical body as the self because worldly minded people take this body as the self if the uh, it then proceeds from the body to another self and pranamaya the pranamaya self then again to another one it represents the non self as the self for the purpose of easy understanding it finally teaches that the innermost self which consists of bliss is the real self just as a man points out at first to another man several stars which are not arundhati as being arundhati and finally points out in the end and real arundhati at the end Uh, therefore here also the an- anandamaya self is the real self as it is the innermost or the last tail does not mean the limb it means that brahman is super, uh, support of the individual soul as he is the substratum of the jiva the possession of a body having parts and joy and so on as head etc are also attributed to it on account of the preceding limiting condition which the self consisting of understanding the so called vijnanamaya kosha they do not really belong to the real self the possession of a body is ascribed to the self of bliss only because it is represented as a link in the chain of bodies which begins with the self consisting of food it is not attributed to it in the same sense in which it is predicated of the individual soul or the secondary self the samsarin therefore the self consisting of bliss is the highest brahman thus the sutra establishes that anandamaya is brahman but the commentator shankara has a new orientation of outlook in this regard the acharya says that anandamaya cannot be brahman because anandamaya is one of the five sheets of koshas of the individual the uh, outer uh, the other four being annamaya physical body pranamaya 
వైటల్ బాడీ మనోమయ మెంటల్ బాడీ అండ్ విజ్ఞానమయ ఇంటెలెక్చువల్ బాడీ ఇది ఆనందమయ ఈజ్ యాక్చువల్లీ ది కాజల్ బాడీ విచ్ డిటర్మిన్స్ ది ఫంక్షన్స్ ఆఫ్ ది అదర్ షీట్స్ ది ఇండివిజువల్ ఎంటర్స్ ఇన్ టు ది ఆనందమయ షీత్ ఇన్ డీప్ స్లీప్ అండ్ ఎంజాయ్స్ బ్లిస్ దేర్ విచ్ ఈస్ ది రీజన్ వై దిస్ షీత్ ఈస్ కాల్డ్ ఆనందమయ బ్లిస్ ఫిల్డ్ ఈ కవరేజ్ ఆఫ్ ది ఇండివిజువాలిటీ కెనాట్ బి రిగార్డెడ్ యాజ్ బ్రహ్మన్ ఫర్దర్ if anandamaya had been brahman itself the individual in deep sleep will be united with brahman in that condition but this does not happen since one who goes to sleep returns to ordinary waking experience there is no change after uh, waking exp- uh, uh, awakening hence the uh, anandamaya is not brahman vikara shabdan neti ched na prachurya let us see Uh, let us continue this that is the 13th sutra in the next session hari rama shri shankara arpitamastu swami shivananda arpitamastu sarve jana sukhino bhavantu om tat sat brahma arpanamastu